Blog Talk Radio. Hello listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, where the line between the natural and the supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. I'm Edward Shanahan, your host, a spiritual observer, and psychic reader. Also joining me tonight and every broadcast are our co-hosts, are part of the inner circle of The Unexplained World and Spirit Weavers. So stay tuned, feel free to call in and enjoy. Thank you. Hello, listeners. You're listening to the March 11th broadcast of The Unexplained World. I'm Edward Shanahan, a spiritual observer and reader. My co-hosts are Annette. Hello, Annette. Are you there? I'm here, Ed. How are you tonight? Okay, are you ready for tonight? I am ready, on the edge of my seat, ready. Okay, and we also have Deanne. Hello, Deanne, are you ready tonight? No, but good evening. No, <laughs> no I'm ready. <laughs> You're not ready, huh? No, I never am, but no, okay. I am. I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, well, <laughs> you and Annette have some time to discuss uh, what we're doing, so um, I'm already so... I guess we'll go with that. We were, I'm expecting Ursula, the Chicago Paranormal author. She's supposed to be calling us, but I haven't received any call yet. She hasn't appeared online. So let's start, um, let's start this right now with um, listeners. You know, tonight is a special broadcast. Yes, for the first time ever, I will set out to bring into your home the experiences of the spirit world. We're going to set out to do that for the first time. It's happened uh, in the past with our broadcasts without even trying. So let's see what happens tonight with deliberately trying to do it. Okay. um, The thing we were going to have Ursula on tonight was about a paranormal event coming up in Chicago in October. For those who are interested in this, it's unique. It's the very first time. It will be in Chicago. What I would suggest you do, go to our website, The Unexplained World. Once you're there, go into upcoming events, and you'll see it listed on the, uh, at the bottom right after the April, the month of April, um, our events in the month of April. Okay. I would also like to mention right now, so once we get started, we could get into this, that Sunday, March 25th at Champs in Burbank, the Unexplained World will be holding a psychic fair from 11.30 till 4 p.m. I will be doing readings. Deanne will be doing her tarot and intuitive readings. Rhonda will be there, and Patty from Mystic Investigations will be there also. Go to our website, theunexplainedworld.com, for details and address. For this event, in the event section, no set fees, just a gift offering to the reader of your choice. Okay. Um, okay, ladies, we're, um, I'm just stalling for a little bit of time. Um, any suggestions about 
tonight, period. From either one of you ladies. <laughs> I, I have a, a few here. Um, as we discussed before about I'm a big one on protection. Um, you know, I feel it's not necessary to be so terrified of anything that's unseen, but I do feel the need to be cautious and respectful. And in feeling that... Um, and what I usually do in a situation such as this, Ed, and you know that about what I do for protection for myself and for others, is what I'm just going to suggest some things that I do for myself. I wouldn't preach what I don't practice, but is keeping a, it's a keeping a simple shield, um, is so-called the divine white light, uh, using um, keeping this shield, using a spirit projected from my mind to surround myself, such as imagining that I'm pulling a blanket of energy around myself, tucking it in all around. Um, okay. Annette, I'm, I don't know if you've experienced the same as I have or used the same line of protection and that such. Um, Annette, let me ask you a question. For those who may be of uh, faith of... Um, being a Christian or whatever, under, okay. let's say, those guidelines, uh, what would you simply suggest, a, a short um, prayer? What I would do, and I was raised Catholic, for myself, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. would um, do something of a rosary-type thing. Um, say your uh, the prayer that means the most to you. Say okay. that prayer. Um, and, and a that simple... pretty much goes across the board for any religion. Whatever prayer or ideology or symbology that you have that represents your guidance protecting you, your universal truth protecting you, that's mm -hmm. what you want to do. Okay. Right. I, I agree with that. Sending out thoughts to a higher power of your understanding and empower yeah. yourself that you will be assisted as you ask. That sounds good. And there are people who don't re require or request uh, protection. I am one of them, as you know. Deanne, you've been part of uh, the circle of energy in the past, and uh, when there is protection provided, I kind of step out and leave those who want to absorb it do so. And, uh, you know, it's free will. And, you know, I understand the fact that some people do require or request it. So They do. They do. Sometimes they feel a bit threatened by certain spiritual experiences that they don't really understand, so... I believe it seriously helps to call on then your higher beings, your masters, your guardians, your angels, your God, your goddesses, so forth. I, I think it's really important to get that connection there. Okay, I would like to uh, to start this out to set the mood to open up people's senses. Right now, I would suggest um, turning down your lights or turn the lights off in the room that you're in um, and to open your senses. Do so now and turn up the volume of your computer also because we don't know what it is that uh, causes this to happen. But uh, in the past broadcasts, people have said activities start up, so we're, we are going to set out to do it tonight deliberately. Um, for those... As it looks like we're going to have some time who want to call in after the fact, after we do this, uh, the number, I'll give it right now, is 646-915-9653.
Okay, you can also instant message me on the Yahoo Messenger. It's Edward underline Shanahan. That's Edward underline S-H-A-N-A-H-A-N. And before we forget, Deanne, if they want to contact you, discuss with you about protection, what's your email address? Okay, that is enchantarose at yahoo.com. That's E-N-C-H-A-N-T-A-R-O-S-E, enchantarose at yahoo.com. Okay, and Annette, uh, your past life readings, um, if people want to contact you by email for more information on you providing them a past life reading, what would be the email address? I'm at fairyring at hughes.net, so that's F-A-I-R-Y-R-I-N-G at hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S dot net. Okay. And anybody who wants to contact me, it's very simple. Just go to the unexplainedworld.com and... On almost every page, you'll see a way of contacting us or contacting me. Uh, what we will do in the future, well, March 25th, we're going to have another broadcast. Uh, that's two weeks, Sunday, March 25th at 9 p.m. Central. To get feedback from you listeners about the experiences that you may have had tonight. And what I'll do is invite Ursula back, and she could go more into what this first ever Chicago Ghost Convention will be in October. We're going to be there, uh, the Unexplained World. Mm-hmm. A bunch of top-name people in the field also, uh, and that will be doing her past life readings there. Deanne will be doing uh, tarot, doing the present, and I will be doing readings of your loved ones who are departed, So, which means let's bring an item of, of your loved one who's passed away. And uh, me and Deanne will also be doing those type of readings on March 25th at Champs in Burbank. Okay, ladies, are you all ready or what? Let's go. Okay. Okay. Deanne, you sound kind of laid back. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I am. I really am. Okay. Annette, are you okay? I'm fine. I've got every protection there is up. Oh, come on, I got the whole hill surrounded in white light. You're you're with that. Come on, you're with that. Come on. Oh, I got the blanket over my head. <laughs> well, I'm here for Adrienne. Don't worry. Okay. I know. I, I'm the one that always gets bumped and bruised. <laughs> Let me just say something. Sent another realm. I threw some of my for you too, Deanne. <laughs> I got to say something, Annette. Uh, yeah. You, me, remember when you, me, Steve, and the one individual went to that cemetery way on the west side yeah. of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who's the chicken that stayed behind? <laughs> Why the three of your friend, in? Ed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something kept me from going in. So, uh, you know, so don't be so afraid. I, okay? I think it'll be fine. You know, and I, I kind of want to just say really quickly that... A lot of times, um, if you're if you're inviting spirits into your home that are friendly and um, familiar to yourself, past loved ones, etc., you know, you do that because you're asking them to come to give knowledge, to give wisdom, to give comfort. Um, so, you know, all this fear factor that we're spewing is very um, just in case. 
you know, because there are so many beautiful things that the spirit world can provide also. So if if you look at it in that facet, it, you know, it's not meant to be scary. but Definitely. It's and a way to be careful and to understand the what-ifs. Depending on how you look at it is how what you're going to, you know, what you do is what you're going to get, so. And that's the way I'm going to be presenting it tonight, too. Um, we're not ghost hunters, none of us here, so we don't push the fear factor, okay? So let me, uh, I want to definitely start out with a disclaimer, okay? Uh, first, the disclaimer. Listeners, you're listening out of your own free will and choice to do so. It is your responsibility to know if this experience is something you can handle emotionally and mentally. If you think you can't handle it, or others in your household cannot handle it, or if you have infants present, my suggestion is to shut off the show now. Okay, some of the information on my part on what I will be doing and won't be doing. I will not go into a trance. I will not call upon some Indian medium to contact spirits. I will not speak in tongues. I will not ask for permission of the spirits, as there is no need to, as it has been granted, as we were and will be again a spirit and part of the spiritual world. So it's my internal belief that we are already welcome. And by participating and listening to this broadcast, you're taking it upon yourself to welcome the spirits into your home okay so um like i said earlier sit back relax if you got recorders going whatever turn them on get them ready um i want to start off with helping you to relax help you to clear any negative feelings in you as we want to experience the good and to open up your senses okay do as I say, <clears throat> excuse me, do as I say as I'm saying it, okay? It's a form of relaxing, a form of getting into a state of relaxing, letting the negatives out of your body, okay? What I would like you listeners to do is to take a deep breath through your nose and hold it and think the spirit is one. Now exhale through the mouth. Again, inhale, hold it, and think we are one. Now exhale. Again, inhale, hold and think. We are the spirit. Now exhale. We're going to do it one more time. Take a deep breath through the nose. Hold it and think. The spirit is one. Exhale through the mouth. Inhale, hold it and think. We are one. Now exhale. Again, inhale, hold and think. We are the spirit. Now exhale. Okay, sit back. I'm going to go into this. Spirits, I come to you with respect as a favor to you. As those hearing this worldwide are, ask, are asking to experience the spiritual side, to know you ex exist, to show you exist, and to welcome your spiritual world. I ask you to give them a sign. Give them a sign. Spiritual world, I ask you to give them a sign. Listeners, listen, feel for a sign. Anything from temperature dropping to noises. Sit back, relax, invite. We invite the spiritual world into our home. We invite the spirits. 
I ask you to open up. I ask you to open up to the, to those who are listening, to go into their home, to let them know that you exist. Let them feel and know you're there. Give them a sign. I ask the spiritual world for a sign. I ask for a sign. Let them feel and know you're there. Let the listeners know you're there. Spirits, if you desire, if you desire, let them pick up or hear voices. I ask for the spiritual, for the spirits to show. I ask you to show, to give us a sign that you're here or around. I ask you to give for you to provide an experience for those who are listening. If they are here to have an experience. I ask the spiritual world again to show themselves, to give us a sign, to let us know you're there. Show the listeners, show them you're welcomed if they have welcomed you. Show yourself to them Show that you are you welcome coming to them. Again, I ask the spirit world to give a sign to those who are listening tonight. If they are asking you to give them a sign to enter their world. I ask the spiritual world to enter their world. And give the doubters reason to believe. Give the skeptics reasons not to be a skeptic. I request the spirit world to give them a sign. They want to experience and believe. Let them believe and experience. I ask you again, the spirit world, to give them a sign to experience, be it noise, be it temperature, be it voices, be it those feelings. Leave the listeners experience. That is why they're here, to experience you, to be, have you be part of them, their world at this time. If they do want to believe, let the skeptics no longer be skeptics. Let the believers believe without a question. This is hard as I myself do not know what's going on in the listeners home in her place so I ask of you the spirit world to please I request final request is to leave them experience leave them feel leave them hear leave them know leave them be believers be it noise be it temperature, be it sounds, be it voices, be it 
a sign caught on film and video. Leave them now. We come to you with respect. And we just ask that you show. That you make believers, stronger believers. At this time, I am going to close this. As I said, I cannot be present, so I'm just going by what I feel is the possibility of what we can do. And hopefully, individuals had experiences on their end. And I close this and ask the spirits to leave those it's contacted in peace. Leave them know that you will leave in peace after you've contacted them. Again, I ask the spirits to leave those it's contacted in peace. To leave now in peace. To leave now in peace. Annette, you there? I'm here. Okay. Uh, listeners, I hope you're there. Um, feel free to call us. I was keeping this short. Um, like I said, it's a little bit harder. When we do the circle of energy, I can see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And there's feedback from the people while we're doing it. Uh, let me say one thing. We lost Deanne. <laughs> Are you there, Annette? I'm here. Yeah, we lost Deanne. I don't know what happened. Boom, she's gone. Deanne, get us back on the line. Or call my number if you can't get through to the Unexplained World line. Yeah. Uh, was everything okay by you? Everything's fine. Very calm, peaceful. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, listeners, give us a call, 646 915 Nine six five three. Uh, let us know what, um, if anything, went on in your place. Um, just let us know if anything went on in your place, okay? And and that if people are having any any follow up to this or uh, anything went on, what would you suggest? Well, I would always suggest that. Spirits are like real people most of the time that I would openly communicate with them. If you feel that there's a presence hanging around that you don't feel comfortable with or you think that it should move on, tell it that. Uh, say it out loud. You frighten me and you have to go now. You are dead. You are passed from this earth. You must seek the light. Um, and, and communicate with it. Tell it how you feel. Or if it's someone that you love and you know they've come back to make contact and they're hanging around, it might be damaging emotionally for both of you. So to say, thank you so much for being with me. I am comforted by your presence. I know everything is okay. It's time for you, both of us to move on. Yeah, yeah. So these are the kinds of things. Just openly communicate with it the way you would if they were standing there in the flesh with you. 
Yeah, I, I hope that they're dead and that, or that they're past, and then they need to move forward to the next realm. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say because I don't know, you know, what's going on on the other side of our listeners. Like I said, listeners, feel free to call 646-915-9653. Okay. Um, or Darlene emailed me or instant messaged me and said uh, she had bangs on her bathroom wall going on, uh, oh. like, a, like a pounding. So uh, that's one person. Like I said, Deanne has disappeared. I don't know what, you know, where she is or what went on. I heard a bunch of clanging, then boom, you know, coming from. Did you hear the, like, the noise coming from her side? I did. I wasn't sure where that, what that was about. That, I believe, was coming from her because as okay. soon as uh, she vanished, there no, there no longer was any noise. So, um yeah, hopefully she's okay. Mm. Like I said, we were, um, I don't believe personally, and then let me ask you a question, okay? Sure. Here's a, here's a scenario. Okay, there's that, um, if you've seen it on our website, there's that railroad yard across from the Bisco uh, factories, okay? And uh, I believe it's Kesey in 74th and Kesey. Now, I know firsthand that the railroad yard over there, that uh, by talking to the railroad workers and being right there on the grounds talking to them, that they're afraid of the place, okay, because in that area there used to be gangland or gangbanger battles, okay, and, of course, people died and whatever. And the thing is, now let me ask you your, you know, your uh, feelings about this. Okay. Um they would they would view these you know gangbangers basically ghostly spirits coming at them with nice bloody mess and everything coming at them and as soon as they got two or three feet away from the living they vanish okay okay do you call that an evil spirit or not it ain't well I'll tell you what I call person. that I call that confused mm-hmm. I call that dying a violent death and not knowing when the end is the end. Yeah. They were fighting for their lives and right. having it snatched away from them in a violent, quick way, they're yeah. they're not giving up the fight. Well, and, the, you know, gang members, I think, just really have that in their head, fight, 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 fight. Yeah. So to be dead and in a weird realm where I, I, I imagine that a limbo or whatever you want to call it, that middle plane mm-hmm. of existence mm-hmm. where you are a ghost, mm-hmm. it's got to be just... Ghastly. I mean, well, well, see, a lot of people, I believe, would call that an evil spirit, but you know, because they see all the evil in it, but yet it's not doing harm. And that's why I was asking you, would you call it? I guess. I guess I would. I I would retort back with, would you consider that gangbanger evil when he was alive? Yeah. See. And if you would, then yes, that's an evil spirit. Because it's the same thing to me. These guys were big manly men, you know, railroad dudes, and, you know, this scared the poop out of them. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> Where sure. they were afraid to be in the yard at night, you know. <laughs> because I they guess probably would have had an easier time if it was a live person. <laughs> but... Yeah, 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 yeah. Hit them with a crowbar or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got a caller. Let's see who this is. 203, are you there? 203. Let me. 203, are you there? Hi. 
Hi, who Hello. am I talking to? This is Amy from Blog Talk Radio. How are you? Oh, how you doing, Amy? How Hi, are you Amy. doing? Good, good. How's it going? Okay, okay. Good. Did you listen, listen to the broadcast? I was listening. Mm-hmm. I like your show. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. I, I got to, I got let me, before you go on, I got to thank Blog Talk Radio, uh, because at about 5 o'clock, I called them out of a panic um, with the time change and everything. Yeah, I know. We've uh, been dealing with it all day. It's been a nightmare. Yeah, so uh, I have to thank uh, Georgia. Georgia and ooh, the other people involved as far as uh, getting us back on track for tonight. Yeah, Georgia's uh, good about that. Okay. Um, what did you feel about the – did you have any, any experience on your end? No, but I will tell you this because I wasn't listening earlier on. We have the most – technical issues with our paranormal shows. Do you really? We do. Uh We get a lot of, we had a show on Friday, was it Friday night? Friday night it was. And the whole entire show, I had never heard this kind of interference before, ever. Everybody was um, going in and out, static um, and whatnot. And I kiddingly said to Georgia, it's always these paranormal shows that we get all this trouble with. And it's always like sound, Ghost sound energy, quality. yeah. Yeah, like electrical in- interference, like a lot of static, um, you know, the voices kind of fade in and out um, on, of the people who are on the air. You can hear them, and they kind of go softer and louder. And it, it really is. It, it's, I would say 90% of the time it's the paranormal shows. And they were specifically talking about one spirit on that show. Mm. But I wanted to tell you about my house. Okay. okay. We, we bought a house about, ooh, I don't know, we're living in it now, two years ago. That was what the, area are you out of? I'm in Connecticut. Okay. I'm in, I'm in the middle of Connecticut up in northern, the northern end. The house is, uh, was built in the early 1800s. And when we moved in, my husband worked in this house by himself for about six weeks, day and night, to get it ready to move into. And he always said he never felt like he was alone. He always felt like there was somebody in the house with him. And after we moved in, just a couple of things happened, nothing dramatic. I would be sitting here. I work from home, obviously, and I would hear it, it would sound like somebody was dropping out of the bed from upstairs, and there would be nobody in the house but me. My kids were at school. My husband was working. It would be like boom on the, on the floor upstairs, like somebody fell out of bed. And then um, my water in my kitchen starts would turn itself on. That's the only thing that still happens. The water every once in a while in the kitchen turns itself on. That's a very popular ghostly thing to do. Is it really? And then Oh, I, it's extremely huge. Yeah, the door in between my kitchen and my, my front hallway would slam shut all by itself. Yeah. Just slam. No doors, no windows open. It was just, And it wouldn't shut. It would slam shut. And then the weirdest thing that happened, and this is the one thing that probably freaked me out the most, because the rest of the stuff I can live with, my pantry is off of my kitchen. Most of the activity is around the kitchen area, so I'm going to assume it's a woman. Okay. Yeah. I just get the feeling that it's a woman. I don't know why, but you're probably right because when you have feelings like that, yeah, your you know your female intuition is on. Right. Well, <laughs> it, it always seems like, and I'll, I'm going to give you an example. If I left my dishes in my sink too long, the water would turn itself on. Oh, she's going to help you wash. Sure. Yes. Yes. Or if my kitchen was messy, the door would slam. Like, hey, lady, get up and clean the kitchen. You know. But one night, my husband was upstairs in his office. I was in the bathroom giving my daughter a shower. My eight-year-old son was in his room playing a video game, and my four-year-old, who doesn't walk because she's disabled, was in her room playing on the floor. So we were all upstairs. There wasn't anybody downstairs. And I had a, a load of laundry going in the washing machine, and I had been washing a blanket. 
and it was a heavy blanket, so the machine went off, went off kilter, and it yeah. started going boom, 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 boom. And my husband yelled from his office, "Aim the washing machine!" I ran downstairs. It had stopped by the time I got halfway down the stairs. I went into the laundry room, and the blanket was out of the washing machine and sitting on top of the dryer. Freaked me right out. Wow. Now, <laughs> shortly after that, my my daughter, who I told you was disabled, had a uh, she has a shunt in her head that malfunctioned. She went in for surgery about two weeks after that. From the moment we came home after that, my house has been quiet. Really? Yep. Nice. Completely quiet. Nice. How's she been? She's been fine. Good. She's been fine. But it was just struck me as, as weird because I kind of got used to it. I was actually enjoying it. <laughs> Not enjoying it, but it was nice to know that whoever lived here, this house is a really nice house. It's old. It's got a lot of character. It's got a lot of woodwork and stuff. So you know this house has a lot of history because it is very old. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it was kind of nice to know whoever it was was still hanging around and still here, you know, and enjoying the house the way we enjoy it. Yeah, well, and helping take care, too. Yeah, exactly. So when we came home from the hospital and, and everything kind of got quiet, and you could feel it. You could actually feel that it was quieter. So nice. that's nice. my story. <laughs> that's well, it. Amy, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's a good story. No gangland members in my house. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> now, it was really interesting when these guys were telling me because these guys stood about 6'2", and, you know, it was around 3 in the morning we were in the yard. Um, I was working with them, and they were they were scared. Yeah. These big guys were scared by what they seen. And uh, it's the legend among the guys there that have to go to that yard. Um, really? Does, yeah, yeah. Just, just, you know, watch out for, you know, what's happening. Because the guy came up to me at the time, and nobody knew what I was into. And he goes, uh, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why are you asking? You know, and then he went to tell me the story. That's how I heard about it. Wow. So, but let me advise people in the Chicagoland area, do not, do not, for your own sake, cross, the, uh, cross into the railroad yard. Um, you will meet more than just ghosts. And they're called law enforcement, for sure. So we well, got to think the spirits like that are very um, full of chaos and and, and turmoil. Yeah. You know, because that's how they're. Yeah, that's what they were in life. So of right, course that's the way what they, they died was very chaotic and, and full of turmoil. You know. Yeah. Not they might not have necessarily been terrible people, but that's the life they lived. You know. Yeah. Yeah, or the situation so they were put there. into. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, Amy, real quick, um, if you guys ever decide to remodel that kitchen, be prepared for No, you know what? Well, we are in the middle of remodeling. My husband just put the granite countertop in. And I really? Was, I was fully expecting something to start happening again, and it has yeah. been quiet. Except for the water. Oh. still goes on once in a while. It's kind of like, yeah, I'm still here, you know. Do okay. you think it had anything to do with your daughter's <laughs> surgery? You know, I don't really know. I, 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 It just struck me as odd that when we came home, because it was happening so frequently with the door slamming and the water. The water would, would start two, three times a day. I mean, this wasn't something that happened once a week or once a month. It was happening every day. Yeah. And I would hear noises at least once or twice a week upstairs. Boom, somebody would fall on the floor. And I'm assuming whoever died maybe fell out of bed. I don't know. Maybe. That's, you know, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, exactly. That. So I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see because what she has is an ongoing problem. I'm curious to see if anything ever happens to her again, if, if activity picks up again. Huh. You know, my my first intuition was to tell you that because of the fact that it, everything was happening so frequently, mm-hmm. that it was almost like that spirit thought that you needed more help due to the fact that your daughters needed more assistance from you. Maybe. So once, you know, medical things died down, she thought, okay, well, you know, Amy's back to normal so I can kind of kick back <laughs> a little bit because things are, I mean, maybe if you're thinking of a I'm here to help as a woman kind of a thing, you know. Right, exactly, exactly. So. And I would have, I, I was usually alone when all this stuff happened, and you kind of have to, I'm a, I was a skeptic to begin with, and I kind of would doubt myself, maybe why did that happen, you know. But Christmas Eve, I had a house full of people, and we were all sitting in the dining room, and my kitchen is right off the dining room, and the water went on by itself. And my mother-in-law looked at me, and she went, your water just went on. And I, said, <laughs> I told you it happens all the time. <laughs> so, you know, everybody was here when it happened. So I was like, see, there I am. <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any history, Amy, of uh, who might have lived in that house? Well, the problem with what the, the town that I live in, there was a fire in 1901 that burned down most of downtown in the town hall. Okay. So any records of of who lived in this house were lost before 1901. Any house that was built in this particular area, the deeds all say 1901. Okay. Now the people that live two doors down from me found out their house was built in 1837, and and from what we understand, this is it's a dead end street. There's only seven houses on the whole street, so all yeah. the houses were built in the same year. So we're just going to assume. How far are you from the main town? We are in the outskirts. City. We're in a city. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in the outskirts. We're in the suburbs okay. of the city. So we're probably about, I don't know, five, ten minutes. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, my thought, like you said, your intuition and I, mm-hmm. mine is maybe it's a possibility that maybe a past doctor or somebody in the medical field might have lived in well, that house. Oh, you want to hear something weird? Go ahead. Well, there you go. There's your in- intuition. Because my, th- this house was built, there's a hospital two blocks away. Mm-hmm. The, the, the hospital was built in the early, early 1800s. Okay. okay. And these houses were all built for the, for the medical staff at the hospital. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Ed. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> That's funny. As a matter of fact, the, the one, the last one, there was a doctor and his, his son the mm-hmm. son just sold the house. Um, he was, God, he was really, really old a couple of years ago, from what I understand. So this whole entire neighborhood was all doctors. And yeah, see, that might be the reason why they were, um, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, have become still since she's had the surgery and before the surgery were highly active. There you go. Well, thank no, you for that. that I'm makes, just giving you, you know. Yeah, that makes well. sense because I found it very odd that we came home. And you could feel the quietness. Before, like I said, we always felt like there was somebody in the house. You could, you could feel it, you know. And it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. That's good, though. That's, I'm, 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 you know, number one, I send blessings to your daughter. for oh, you, thank you. For, and for you and your family that uh, she comes around to uh, – being the best she can. Okay. Oh, yeah, thank you very to much. To keep a smile on your face. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, good. Um, Annette, does that make sense to you? What I? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. 
Amy, how many how many paranormal shows are there on uh, Blog Talk Radio? Yeah, we have a lot of hosts that signed up, but not a lot that are consistent every week. And um, I actually said to Georgia last week, so we've got all these paranormal shows, and you know, the ones that have risen to the top are still doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's been a lot that have come and gone. They just didn't stick it out, mm-hmm. and you know. But we decided to do ours every other week. Um, it's, I enjoy I your show. It it just it just seems like uh, because each show we try to do something special, and um, the archives are being hit like crazy. Great. Um, yeah, the one with that we had Ursula on has uh, over five hundred five hundred something you know people that visit the archives already. Excellent. So, you have the player yeah. on your website and the the button and all that. Yeah, yeah. Great. That was a we got on the website, got it on the um MySpace. A couple of people are carrying it on MySpace, uh you have it on my blogs, whatever. So Good. Excellent. Yeah. And uh so I can't you know, the people are hearing it and you guys are providing a great service. Me and Annette talked about that before. Okay. Uh, because Annette and I you know, we've been wanting to do this since what, and I thought two thousand four? <laughs> exactly. So we used yeah. to sit here in my basement and have my husband record us yeah. doing a radio show, I've and then we try to piece it together and yeah. edit and I've find a way to get it out so there. Many, yep, I've talked to so many people who have said that we've been looking for something like this for years, yeah. whether it be politics, paranormal, um, music, just comedy, anything. They, they've this service is was, there was nothing out there like it. You know. Can you can you tell, answer me a question? Yes. Why I got you? As far as musicals, yep. can you put on known known music if you're not receiving any? Uh, if I'm not receiving any pay for this type of broadcast? Well, we do have what they call Pod Safe Music. If you go to your upload files page, you'll see it. That's the uh, that's that's the uh, that's the two songs I play from there. Okay, yeah. I got that. Yeah. But from known artists, uh, let's say a uh, a Jimi Hendrix, um, that yeah. wouldn't be. Probably not, but you know what? Okay. If you find somebody on MySpace that you want to play, mm-hmm. send them mm-hmm. an email. Ask them permission. Okay. okay. They're, gonna, they're not going to. They're not going to mind the exposure. No. No. You know, I say if I don't. give you a plug, can I play your song at the beginning of my show? Okay. Okay. They we'll, just ask we'll, permission, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And save yeah. the email in case they ever come back at you. But you know. <clears throat> well, you know, I try to get Annette to do some of her uh, singing, but she won't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you won't cooperate. You singing it? I sing a lot of solo. Solo, you can't hear me. <laughs> no, actually, I I I was a performer for years and years and years. I, yes, I do oh, sing. Nita. And Ed, if you really wanted me to sing, I would make up a ghost song for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a haunting we will go. Now, Annette, are you yeah. from the other show? Wait, there's another Annette that does another paranormal. No, no, no. I'm the uh, I'm Ed and I. That's the only. This is the only show I oh, do. Oh, okay. Because we have another Annette on the platform who does a tarot tarot reading show. No, no, Annette, no not Annette, me. That's unusual. <laughs> Annette Annette does past life readings. Uh, we've had a couple of those. She's oh, done. Know. Yeah, I think probably in uh, April or May, maybe she, if I can talk her into it, she'll do it again. Sure. Uh, it's popular. I'll do it again. No problem. Yeah, we um, because right now we can't get her out to the psychic fairs we are running but she will be out in october to the first ever chicago ghost convention it's going to be held at the congress hotel that place is haunted also and ursula has 
First of all, he has a lot of stuff planned for, for the people who come out. And if anybody wants more information, just go to my website, theunexplainedworld.com. Yeah, I was cool. heading there before my computer froze up. I'm going to try and go back. Did it really? Yeah, but not it's not your fault. I, I was working on my computer before, and I think I Okay. I've had uh, people say that uh, strange things happen when they've gone there. Uh, <laughs> and for the listeners, I'm on the verge of finishing the, uh, the uh, webpage of the paranormal activity that has gone on pertaining to the Oak Lawn tornado back in, I believe it's 1967. Wow. I got first-hand accounts of uh, spirits uh, showing, and more information will be on the webpage when it's finished. Where are you, Ed? What, what, where are you? What state are you in? I'm in Illinois. Chicago. I'm, yeah, I'm right outside Chicago. You're, my, my dad's whole family is from Illinois. Decatur. Oh, really? Yeah, Decatur, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Yep. A lot of, a lot of uh, good hauntings going on out in Illinois. My dad used to tell us stories around the campfire when we were kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go now, and, and thanks for taking my call, and, and enjoy the rest of the show. And if you ever need anything, you know how to get us. Oh, Thank yes. you for Hi, everything, Amy. Thank you guys you. were fantastic today. Thanks, thanks Amy. Bye-bye. Thank you, Amy. Bye-bye. Oh, that was a nice call, huh, Nut? Wonderful. I'm so glad to hear from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are being we are being watched. Good. <laughs> in, a good, in, a good in a good way. Uh, Annette, any yeah. more activities in your area? Any more uh, deaths at the Tree of Death or anything like that? Any more? No, but it's visited very often by loved ones. Um, it's funny a little story. They, the United States Postal Service, sent me a letter saying that they want me to move my mailboxes across the street. Oh, geez. Because it's easier for the male lady not to have to back up. Because I'm like the only one in this area. So she has to come for all the way down the road and give me my mail and then turn around. But why they would want her to turn around in the middle of the highway as opposed to in my nice, safe little turnaround specified area. And, uh, you know, my husband and I, we're going to fight it because I'm not going to drive up to a mailbox in the middle of the highway when... People die in my, my front yard every, you know, four months or whatever at that yeah, silly we're, tree. We're, we're talking an actual highway you would have to cross on foot, you know, if you were to even across it. Yes. And what are you going to do? Keep keep the little ones on the other side of the road? You know what I'm saying? Stay there? Well, that's just it during the day. Yeah, I had to keep them in yeah. the car or something or, you know, because mm. in the summertime we take the buggy down and, you know, get the mm. mail and go back up. But, yeah, yeah so... <laughs> Hey, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna tell them, hey, um, I'm not tangling. I'm not messing with the tree of death, guys. Leave the mailboxes where they are. What happened um, to the U.S. Postal uh, Rain? You know, I mean, in our neighborhood, they don't even if if they have to walk more than if you got you got to have. How can I say this? You got to have the area around your mailbox clear ten feet on each side. If they have to get out of a truck, they're refusing to deliver the mail. What's going no, on? No, we have that, too, like with snow and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, we have that, too. 20 and years ago. we worked ago. so hard to take care of it. And I'm not clearing the snow around a mailbox. It's just in a busy highway. <laughs> yeah, especially when somebody's getting, like, uh, 19, 20 bucks an hour. Why should you? You know? <laughs> um, but, no, uh, no new deaths at the tree. Thank heavens. I mean, that's really good. The how about the farmhouse? How about the farmhouse? 
across the street? Um, no activity there that I can see, and I, I keep a pretty close eye on it. Okay. Um, you know, they put a new roof, uh -huh. um, and they boarded it up, and they took off the front porch just to kind oh, really? of get it through the winter. Yeah, now we'll yeah. see this spring, whoever's uh, going to caretake it, what they're going to do. Okay. Uh, Darlene email, uh, instant messaged me. It's, it's, she's saying, it's still noisy here. I got pounding on the walls, knocking on the bedroom door. Got the cat blocked in because he thought he should be on the table with candles. Uh, <laughs> the cat oh. messing with the candles. So I'm stuck in here until after your show. Uh, it's approximately 12 minutes. So... Hang in there, Darlene. We love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, I think they, Darlene should know how to handle her knocking on the walls, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, she's she's okay. been living with that uh, for a little while, more okay. so with our show on. So, uh, strange to hear that, that Blog Talk Radio has their own issues with the paranormal shows, isn't it? Oh, that's very interesting. It doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, you know... If I were a, a spirit, you know, out there in the ether, I think I might be, you know, I might hone in on an electrical wave that was talking about me. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys want me to appear? Here I am. Um, we Let me say, because you were talking about what we did in the past with um, creating our own little shows down in, in your office. Yeah. Uh, we have what Friday the 13th coming up next month in April. We have on our website under the uh, the same the same web page with the videos and stuff like that. We have the history of Friday the Thirteenth that Annette and I did, and all you have to do is click on the button, and you can hear it. It's there on a permanent basis, and uh, it's the history of Friday the Thirteenth. So uh, it's got lots of bells and whistles too. Um, my husband edited it and put in all kinds of good noises <clears throat> and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good history. You did an excellent job as far as uh, explaining it, um, what it's about, where it came from. Uh, yeah, all the superstitions and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's permanently there if you want to go there, listeners. And like I said, we'll be back on the air March 25th. Um, we're also going to have Darlene here, it's a ghost or the spiritual owl, talking about Indian land spirit land and stuff like that here in the Chicagoland area and uh, like the Willow Springs area um, diff just different areas uh, how Archer Avenue was a uh, trail for the Indians that they would travel on and I'll try to get Ursula back on okay. see if, I don't know what happened to her tonight I talked to her earlier so we'll see um, there's a lady on the line. Her name is Kathy. We got approximately uh, nine minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna click on. Let me see. Hold on. We got a two one seven here. This is Ursula. This may be Ursula. Kathy, let me see if I get Ursula on first. Hello. This Hello. is two one seven. Yes. It's Ursula. Ursula, Hi. what happened to you? Oh my God! <laughs> you will. <laughs> okay, I know we just talked this afternoon. Uh huh. Uh huh. Three minutes before nine o'clock. Yeah. All the power in our house went out. Mm. And just came back on. Wow. Oh my. <laughs> well, we missed you. <laughs> yeah, we did. 
Missed you guys too. What's going on? Uh, you missed. Uh, you know, you missed me doing my thing. What happened? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. You're the one who had the. Uh, well, I was uh, terrified because I thought like like the end of the world was coming because you were doing your thing up in Chicago. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Is that why my ears were ringing? <laughs> Also, hold on one second. I'm going to bring Kathy on. Bring Kathy on also. Uh, Kathy, are you there? Oh my God. Kathleen, are you there? Oh, I just wanted to haunt you. Didn't want to interrupt anything. No, just honey. How are you guys? We're good. For anybody that's wondering, this is my wife. Uh, And then, no. Kathy, what? Already, we have Ursula on the other side. Uh, Ursula, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, real fast now. You don't have to go into the devil child thing, uh, the whole house. But we were—I was talking. I was pushing the uh, event coming up. uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the reason why we were asking you to come on tonight. Do you want to give a little oh, now? Do you want to tell people what it's yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely, if you have a minute. Um, we are hosting um, Chicago Hauntings along with the Indiana Chicago Ghost Trackers, great organization with hundreds and hundreds of members. We're going to be hosting the first annual, we hope, Chicago Ghost Conference. And it's going to be the last weekend in October. The headquarters are going to be at the Congress Plaza Hotel on Michigan Avenue. Very haunted mm-hmm. property, I can tell you. We've investigated a number of times, and it's crazy down there. We're going to have speakers. This, this event has gone, gotten to be just enormous. We've got speakers from all over the country, including um, Brian Leffler from Magic Mind Radio. We've got... Um, Stephen Myers, uh, Stephen Lachance, and Greg Myers from uh, Missouri Paranormal Research. We've got John Kachuba coming to speak. Uh, we've got a Chicago artist, Nate Larson, who does work with, with you know, the paranormal and skepticism. Um, we just we've got Julie Velazquez from Paranormal Underworld. Um, we've got Sally Ryan from the Ryan. Um, uh, Research Institute, kind of like the princess of parapsychology. Her parents founded the first parapsychology lab ever. So she's kind of like from the founding family of parapsychology. Uh, it's going to be great. And there's going to be exhibitors all weekend. We're going to have radio shows broadcasting coming from all over the country. Ed's going to be there, of course. Um, doing Annette's readings all day. Absolutely. going to be there. Absolutely. And it's just it's going to be a great event, but we have the 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 conference is going to be um, the, for the most part Saturday, the twenty seventh. We'll have some events Friday evening and Sunday morning, but mostly Saturday. But the ballroom we're having it in has a limited capacity. I mean, it's got like fire you know reg, regulations, so we can only sell one hundred and eighty tickets to this thing, and we sold half that already. Wow. Um, after a week. So wow. I urge everybody to sign up as soon as possible, um, not only for the conference, but also for our, our after-hours events. We're going to have tours and Archer Avenue tours, Chicago Hauntings tours, investigations, all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, I would like to say, too, thank you for inviting me to be participating in the Archer Avenue tour. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Ed's yeah, gonna yeah, be, Ed and I are going to be hosting an Archer Avenue tour on Saturday night, going down to Resurrection Cemetery maybe Archer Woods and go into chats to have a big party. It's going to be great. 
And uh, Annette's going to attempt to be with us, and Deanne. Uh, That'll be awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be cool. Uh, it's going to be really cool. And you're also going to be, uh, there's a bunch of stuff, Excalibur, other locations. Um, you're going to be up around the clock, it seems like. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about that, actually. But everyone tells me I'll have so much adrenaline going, it'll be okay. I took that week off, so yeah, uh, I won't be strange. <laughs> That's what I need to do, too. But listen, if anybody wants to sign up for it, they, all they have to do is come to our website, chicagohauntings.com, and right at the top of the homepage, there's a banner with Al Capone on They just click on it, and it'll take them to the conference page with all the information, and there's a link on that page to the registration page, or they can just call us anytime. There's a toll-free number on there, too. Um, so just call anytime to sign up for it. In a minute's time, let me ask you, are you going to take the people by Hall House? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we're going to do our our Chicago Hauntings tour on um, Friday night at 9 o'clock, and that's definitely one of the stops. And we got, I mean, we got, you know, big-time investigators coming from all over the country, and i got to show them the good stuff. You know? <laughs> well, i got to take on, them there. <laughs> Real briefly, do you want to tell the people what's, the story, a little bit of the story behind Hall House. We got about three minutes. Uh, you know, every night of the year, we take people on our our tour around Chicago, the Chicago Hauntings tour, and every night our last stop is Hall House. And every morning when I turn the computer on, there are emails from people on the tour the night before with photographs that they've taken at Hall House every single night and if you go to our website we got a photo gallery and like all but like one photo <laughs> from the tourists from Hall House because there's just so much weird stuff that goes on there and you know a lot of that is tied to the devil baby story which a lot of people don't realize was the inspiration for Ira Levin um, who wrote Rosemary's Baby that's where that story comes from the inspiration for that and basically and in, in the and this is true in the spring of 1913 there was um, some kind of baby that was brought to Hull House a settlement house on the west side to Jane Adams one of the first social workers she was supposed to um, have taken it in and hidden it away upstairs and according to legends around Chicago the baby was done away with by probably a well-meaning staff member who wanted to you know, kind of rid the world of this diabolical influence. Well, Jane Addams, you know, she said that it never happened. It wasn't true. But there were hundreds of people that came from all over the city for a look at this baby. And, you know, many, many people around the city swore that they had seen it, that, that it was true, that they knew the mother and knew the father. So we're not really quite sure what happened there. But we do know that that is... Uh, one of the most paranormally active places, if not the most paranormally active place in Chicago. And like I said, every single night people on our tours have experiences there from taking photographs of, of figures, of apparitions, of orbs, of strange lights, um, to having very empathic reactions. They, they get headaches, they faint, they throw up, they start crying. Um, it's a really strange place, and nobody can really quite explain what's going on there. Okay. We're running out of time. I'm very happy you were able to get out. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy, but very freaked out, I have to say. Welcome, welcome. I don't welcome know what you're doing there, Ed, but. Welcome to my world. You've been, uh, yeah. you've been uh, introduced to it. Uh, 
Annette, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. And wherever you are, <laughs> thank you. I will uh, I will call Annette and Deanne. I will call you after the show. So, Good. Um, thank you all very much, uh, Ursula. We'll have you back on, okay? Oh, thanks, uh, In the future. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that uh, sounds good. Thank you for calling in. Listeners, email me, whatever. Let us know what went on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Good night.